Thank you for listening today. Dr. Lori Hess is a leading exotic animal veterinarian with a busy veterinary practice in Bedford Hills, New York. If you need more information on any Zupreme product or have questions for Dr. Lori, go to our website at www.zupreme.com where you can contact us. Make sure to follow us on Facebook for more information on upcoming podcasts, education, and Facebook fun. Welcome to the Zoo Nation podcast channel brought to you by Zupreme. Zupreme makes healthy food for pet birds, rabbits, guinea pigs, and ferrets. If you're listening today, your home has probably experienced the love and happiness of owning a non-traditional or exotic pet. We know it's a zoo in your home sometimes. Here's Dr. Lori now to help you learn more about the care of that special pet in your home. Hi, I'm Dr. Lori Hess, Director of Pet Health and Nutrition at Zupreme, and you're listening today to podcast number 46. Today we're going to focus on a really important topic for our older pets, which is accommodating senior birds. This is not something that most bird owners typically think about. Um, we do, you know, with cats and dogs, certainly hear all the time about senior diets, uh, senior wellness plans, like if you're going to the vet, what kind of blood tests or uh, examination they do. But we don't really think about this with our pet birds, and we really should, because many of the types of birds that we keep as pets, particularly the larger ones, live decades and decades, and they really do undergo some of the same changes that we do as people whose bodies age. What do I mean by this? Well, uh, I mean things that happen to us, like arthritis. Older birds get arthritis, they get joint changes, uh, they tend to lose some muscle mass as they age, they often slow down in their activity level. So if they have to climb around their cage to get to important resources like food or water or favorite toys, we may want to think about rearranging those cages, uh, making the food source uh, closer to a perch or closer to the bottom so they don't have to climb up as much. Um, making it easy for them to maneuver from perch to perch. Uh, we want to make sure our perches of di are of different diameters so birds don't have a constant grip in the same diameter, uh, puts pressure on certain spots on the bottoms of their feet, puts pressure on the joints of their feet, and some birds actually get arthritis in their ankles and in their toes so that they do better perching on a flat surface, uh, like a platform type of perch, and those are available. Some birds do get sores on the bottom of their feet as they age, just because they've been standing around a long time. And we may want to make um, the perches uh, a little softer, doing things like um, rope perches that are generally softer than some of the hard wooden or even concrete perches. Um, and then some birds, as they age, you know, they'll stumble and they'll fall just like we do. So we may want to provide a softer surface on the bottom of the cage in case they fall, like putting a towel in the bottom of the cage. Um, that's something that sometimes some birds resist. Um, they will resist if we lower their perches, they'll want to climb up higher. So sometimes we can actually put perches, uh, keep the perches at the same level, but build the bottom of the uh, cage up in the sense of stacking towels. 
I had a very arthritic cape parrot for years. Um, she's passed on, but her name was Chappie. And Chappie had very, very bad arthritis in her feet. And she would fall down all the time from her perches. So we actually stacked up a whole bunch of folded towels in the bottom of the cage, um, just to about two inches from the bottom of her favorite perch, so that if she fell, she only fell a couple of inches. And she also had the ability to climb up higher. And again, if she fell, she was falling onto something soft. Um, in the end, for per for Chappie, she really couldn't climb at all, so we ended up changing her cage to one that actually isn't made for birds. It was made for um, small rodents like hamsters and gerbils. It was a horizontally based cage as opposed to the more vertically based cages that we typically house parrots in. Um, and for that, we, we actually enabled her to walk across back and forth and get some exercise, but she didn't really climb much. And that way we didn't have to confine her to a very small vertical cage with lots of towels stacked up, which would be a very small space for her. But she could move back and forth in the horizontal cage without needing to climb up and down. So those are sort of some innovative things that we did with caging. Um, you also want to think when you're talking about uh, senior birds about preventative care. You know, when we get older, we start to think about our cholesterol, our blood pressure, you know, our joints, all of those things uh, that as we age, we need to check. We need to go to the doctor. Certainly, we should be going to the doctor once a year for this. And so should our pet birds. Uh, pet birds in general should be having checkups at least once a year. And as birds age, they should be going perhaps even twice a year for some very, very critical blood tests and a very crucial physical exam. Now, what do I mean by senior bird? Senior bird has different meanings for different types of birds. Um, for a budgie, a senior might be a bird who's 10 or 11. Um, I am seeing budgies live into their teens now, which is pretty incredible. I used to only see them live to be about six to eight. But by even eight, nine, 10 years of age, that's a senior bird. And that bird should be going in and having an exam and some blood tests, um, the blood test at least once a year and an exam probably twice a year because we do start to see some more aging changes, changes in the kidneys, for example, developing gout, um, developing liver disease. Those are things that only your veterinarian really can pick up on an exam and some blood tests. Now for some of the larger types of birds, um, the macaws, the cockatoos, the Amazon parrots that seem to live forever, those birds can live into their 30s, 40s, 50s, even 60s in captivity. And those birds, I would say after age about 20, um, are considered uh, getting a little more senior and those birds should be having annual checkups at least and going to the vet at least once a year um, and as they get into their later 20s and 30s then perhaps maybe twice a year. Um, even cockatiels. Cockatiels are very very popular pets <clears throat> and they they do live into their 20s and they can live into their 20s with the right nutrition and this is true for all birds. Birds live to be senior birds when they get the proper nutrition. They get the proper vitamin A which is lacking in seeds as we remember and very very well balanced um, in pelleted foods that all have the the complete nutrition and nutritional balance for birds to live into these senior years. Um, but it, it's very important to be sure you're feeding your bird a pelleted diet with some fresh fruits and 
vegetables and not exclusively seed um, because we will see the aging changes like kidney disease and gout come on much more quickly if they're not getting a balanced proper uh, diet. But even cockatiels, as I mentioned, can live into their 20s. Um, a lot of them lay lots and lots of eggs, the females, and they'll lay eggs, remember, even when they're not mated. So they're drawing calcium out of their own bones to lay those eggs, make those eggshells. So they have to be on a balanced, nutritionally balanced diet containing a lot of calcium, um, which is true of pellets and not true of seeds. So uh, in order to maintain the, the balance of calcium in their body, otherwise they'll draw out of their bones and they'll get osteoporosis just like we will when we age. So if you're a female cockatiel and you've been laying eggs for years and years and years, and remember those female cockatiels can lay eggs every 48 hours, it's so critical to provide proper calcium, proper nutrition, even an added cuddle bone if they're laying lots of eggs um, to ensure that they're getting the right calcium and ensure that they're getting the proper balance of vitamin D and other minerals and vitamins in their diet to make sure that they can lay eggs uh, safely without becoming egg bound. Um, so it's really, really important that um, regardless of what type of bird you have, you should definitely, definitely talk to your veterinarian. Make sure that you have that conversation about what kinds of things you need to be doing for your birds as they age, um, what kind of accommodations you need. Maybe your bird loves to bathe, but your bird can't get into that water bowl anymore to bathe. So maybe that bird needs a little extra help, a little misting, a little spritzing on your part. Um, maybe you need to, um, you know, make the food bowls easier to reach into. Maybe your bird can't lean down into that food bowl. Maybe he needs a wider food bowl that he can reach without having to bend so far forward. Um, it, it, you know, it, it's important to remember, too, that older birds can exercise. Maybe some of the birds that flew a lot when they were younger, maybe they can't make that flight around the room anymore, but they can certainly stand on your hand and flap. They can walk around the floor um, to find treats. So making sure we continue to provide exercise for our senior pets is very important for their cardiovascular health, just as it is in, in human beings. Um, sometimes we just have to change the way we exercise. Maybe, you know, just like us, we're not necessarily running marathons, you know, when we're 60 years old, like we did maybe when we were 20, but certainly jogging is okay. So just thinking about all the different ways that we may need to accommodate our senior birds to keep them healthy, keep them happy, keep them living into their senior years. So um, these are, are very important things to think about. Please do talk to your veterinarian. I hope today that you've learned some things. And if you have a senior bird, you may have some questions. So just remember that when you're listening to Zoo Nation throughout these episodes, you can follow our Zupreme Facebook page where we're going to have posts before every show where you can ask these questions for me to answer on the show. You'll also see some sneak peeks there to episodes you may have missed. And if you have very specific questions, feel free to contact us at 1-800-345-4767 or at customercare at zupreme.com. This is Dr. Lori Hess, and I want to thank you so much today for listening to Zoo Nation. Thank you for listening today. Dr. Lori Hess is a leading exotic animal veterinarian with a busy veterinary practice in Bedford Hills, New York. If you need more information on any Zupreme product or have questions for Dr. Lori, go to our website at www.zupreme.com where you can contact us. 